Okay. How so. do you do the cold openings like over the Discord channel? You know, like you can't really time it up well enough to where like you don't know when I I don't know when you're starting. You don't know when I'm going to start talking. So it's kind of hard. Okay. okay. So we are we are back for another episode of Fat and Douchey. Um, we have a few things to talk about. To be honest, this is kind of the gray area of the year when it comes to sports, which sucks. Um, but we do have some things to talk about. The Olympics are going on, and a certain Olympian did not participate in her, uh, in her, what did you call it, routine? Routine? And, um, yeah, we won't spoil it yet. We won't spoil who it was yet. Um, and then a certain somebody that we talked about last week finally reported the tra- trading camp. We won't spoil who we're talking about. Uh, and then, uh, Javier Baez uh, likes to shit talk. And, yes, he does. And you know what? I'm kind of good with it. But after all that, we're going to finish off with some of the um, uh, Vegas win totals that they have for the NFL teams for this upcoming year, which is a 17... It's an 18-week schedule, but a 17-game season. Um, and that'll, that'll wrap things up. Um, Austin, you are virtual. Yes, I am. I am in Massachusetts. Uh, I'm ready to go, though. I'm excited. Uh, I think this is the eight-hour eight space. I think it's exactly what we needed. Um, now I can really flourish and like not have to look at Tony's grotesque body while I, uh, while I discuss my topics. You're fat and douchey global. <laughs> well, I will say um, it's pretty fucking hot where we are right now, so the shirt might come off. <laughs> well, Steve, get ready. That's my new picture. <laughs> oh, great. Um, Heard the oranges are great up there in Mass. <laughs> the oranges? Yeah. yeah. That's what I've I heard, too. What... Steve heard, too. I don't know what that Orange means. trees do very well up there. What does very well? Orange. What is orange? All right. You guys ready? Six dollars. I guess, I guess I'm ready. I don't know. I guess I'm ready. That's <laughs> right. Austin is in mass. We have a few topics. And um, Steve is just looking as sexy as ever. Really? Yeah, I'm still waiting for this bachelor thing. Are you actually down to do it? I don't know. Oh, Steve is kind of in. Tony Tony sent me just a random girl on TikTok that's like, find me a guy that I can get married to. And Tony sent me it. I'm like, yeah, okay. He's definitely the type of guy to like, Send some girl his credit card information over like an Instagram DM. Steve, I, I think we're very serious. We want you to be the bachelor. Oh, one of my Olympic bets just hit. Who won? Zach Stubbly Cook just won a 200 meter backstroke. Yeah, he made $20. Dollars. United States? Always go with the Australians. He's avoiding. In the pool, avoiding. the Australians are deadly. <laughs> He's avoiding the conversation. He wants to be a bachelor. He wants to be a bachelor. You know, I'm in search of 
my forever someone. <laughs> if it gets me there, I'm in. Let's go. Steve's going to be the bachelor. Let's go. All right, we'll set it all up. Don't you worry. I can't wait to play this tape at your wedding or your hearing, whichever comes first, I guess. <laughs> um, all right, so speaking of the Olympics that uh, Steve just bet on, mm-hmm. Simone Biles. Yes. She took herself out of the team routine and earlier today she took herself out of the individual routine as well for uh the olympics in tokyo and um it's a very controversial topic because people are all over the place uh regarding how they feel about that um austin take it away i'd like to yeah i'd like to get started um i'm not all over the place with how i feel about it now let me preface this because this is going online. Let me preface this with the fact that I think Simone Biles is one of the greatest Olympians of our generation and of all time. She is the greatest Olympic uh, gymnast right now by far. And she's one of the best things we've seen. She's so dominant at her sport. With that being said, if she was a man and she had dropped because of mental health issues and th- this had gone viral, She'd be ripped apart. She'd be ripped apart. We are sensitive to the fact that she is a woman and she is dominant in the sport and we would hate to tarnish her image because they don't have anyone else to rely on in that sense. That she would that she is getting a pass for being what I think is absolutely soft. She failed. It's not like she excused herself before she got to the Olympics. She participated, she fucked up her routine, and then dropped. She left her team high and dry. They finished second due to her, and now she's cutting out of the individual uh, events as well. I think this is bullshit. I think if you were going to be considered the greatest athlete in your sport, and the, some people have called her the greatest Olympian of our generation, which I guess these people haven't seen Michael Phelps in a fucking pool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've said this shit about her. I don't care about your mental health issues in the sense that you are going to be the greatest of the greatest. And this is no one else watches fucking gymnastics. I don't care about what she did at the Worlds or what she did in her fucking local high school gym. No one cares. This is the Olympic stage. This is the only time 90% of the population watches gymnastics. You need to perform. Your mental health, health issues can take a backseat because they are not as important as representing this country and going down as one of the greatest of all time. Look at uh, the example is Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps was smoking crack or doing whatever he was at a bar in fucking Baltimore. It was not crack. What was what, what he was doing? Crack. Some sort of coke? No, no, I think it was just weed. I swear, I think he was doing more than weed. Would you see? Yeah, in 2007, that was a lot different than today. It was it was a different stigma. It was a lot mellow. Whatever it was, he was ripped apart for it, and he was fucking rode off. And he came back the next year or two in the Olympics and dominated. These are what she had the chance. She could have said she was going through mental issues and still persevered and made it through. And she would have gone down as a hero, as a hero. And I get mental issues are serious, but this is ridiculous. This is the biggest stage and you are the best athlete in the world at what you do. There is no one as dominant at what she does in the, in the world than what she, uh, than what she does in gymnastics. So I think it's, I think it's a cop out. I think it's soft. And I'm going to get ripped apart for that because what do I know? I'm a man who sits on my couch and jerks off more than she fucking trains for the gymnastics. So, Well, I, I, I tend to agree with a lot of what you're saying. Now, I will say 
there is new information that I learned maybe about an hour or two ago that I was in the same exact boat as you, but I will say that new information does change things a little. So if you noticed in the routine that she did, um, she actually she actually fucked up. So what what I saw was like apparently she wanted to do two and a half twists before she landed in her in her first routine, and apparently she only did like one and a half, and that's kind of why she like kind of went off the rails and she was like fuck I fucked up and like that got her upset and that kind of you know uh, was the you know trickle down effect of like her mental health stuff right. But I learned also that kind of how baseball has the yips, uh, gymnastics has a thing called the twisties, where apparently when you try to do a, like a flip or something, you know, land or whatever, you tend your body like tends to try to twist more than it should, or t- or tries to force yourself to like twist for some fucking reason. A similar again, it's 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 an ear to ear kind of thing, like. There's something going on in your head to where your body's telling you to twist. Um, same way baseball has the yips. Now, why the fuck she couldn't like say that initially rather than blame it on mental health thing is beyond me. I'll say I also I don't I don't really take offense to it. I'm more like disappointed because. She really could have been fucking like the greatest Olympian, right? Like she did this nah, shit. She couldn't. Have, she could have been. Top. She could have. She couldn't top Phelps. She could have. She never could have topped Phelps. She could have. I'll say Phelps is by far the goat, and I honestly think, especially after this, it goes Phelps, Sean White, and then her. Well, but, oh, okay. I'm oh, Sean White. Yeah, Sean White. Fucking beast, dude. Yeah, Sean White. Phelps the shit. But I mean, we're biased, you know. I watch snowboarding. Yeah, no. Then gymnastics. And obviously the men's, you know, United States basketball team, dream team, or the 2006 or, team. Or you yeah, that's Bolt. what I'm saying. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't count. Or, you, but, or Usain Bolt? Usain Bolt was an American. No, but, no, but just overall Bolt. Olympian. Oh, no, nah, that's right. sweet, but yeah, yeah, not with Phelps though. No, yeah, no. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say for I mean, Phelps. I mean, if Usain Bolt also won the hundred meter in hurdles, yeah. like yeah. Phelps won the butterfly he won the freestyle, yeah. yeah. No, Phelps is the fucking goat. But that, yeah, that's how great he was. Um, but I'll say, like, I, I'm, I'm very disappointed in the fact that she doesn't, she just doesn't have it in her. Like, she, that's that's what this shows me. Because if any other athlete, like, fuck Olympian on the side, like, if any other athlete did this shit, where, like, imagine if Tom Brady was like, yeah, you know, I'm just not feeling well today, so I'm not gonna play in the Super Bowl, or or, or Jordan was like. I'm not gonna play into this in this game because I have the flu. Like, it's exactly what you said. Like these types of moments, if you fucking persevere through that, you literally cement yourself down as like one of the greatest. Like, and and, not, like one I'm, of the greatest. And I'm not taking anything away from Simone Biles and what she's done in the past. Like, we hold her this high of standard because of the things yeah. she's accomplished. But yeah. I'm just saying to take it to that next level to be cemented in history. These are the types of things you overcome. Like these yeah. are the reasons people remember you. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, what she even said, which didn't help her case, was she was like, "My body, my body was a hundred percent in shape and ready to go and do everything. My head wasn't." Now I don't know if she meant like the mental health side of things, or I don't know if she meant because of the twisties. But yeah. at the end of the day, it, she just you know she just doesn't have it, and that's fine. I mean, it just sucks that you know. 
Yeah. We thought that she was going to be, you know, one of the greatest of all time. I think it's fine. Like, you get whatever the twisties are. You, you can't. Yeah, that sucks. But I, mean, I think it's, you know, all the, like, overblown, like, support is just what it's like. Yeah, the yeah, overblown she, support yeah. ridiculous. Like, she, okay, she does not, you know, she didn't have, like, a tragedy. Like, right. she can't compete. Like, that's I guess what it is. People are saying, like, this is, like, one of the bravest things you could do. It's like. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I mean, come on. Like, why, how low are we lowering the bar now for bravery? Yeah. I think be, yeah, yeah, right? Like, yeah. okay, I'm going to sit out of a game because I'm not feeling it. Like, that's brave. Like, come on. Yeah, it's today's culture where it's like, you know, it's just so supportive for, like, just not trying or, or not being comfortable. Like, you know, like these situations where you have to be uncomfortable or some of the situations where this is why, like, you're great at what you do. It's the fact you weren't comfortable in doing it. But you still went out and dominated, and that's why you know we appreciate those sort of athletes. So I don't think. Listen, I'm not pushing mental health issues to the side. There's obviously some serious issues. You know, who knows what she's actually going on with? But like, in the biggest stage, as the best athlete, I just think these are things you have to overcome. But that's just my standard. That's all. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. No, I'm with you there. Um. All right. Simone Biles aside. Also. Just a little note, um, the United States basketball team uh, infuriated with him. Just, just throwing that in there. Well, I don't think I don't even think we should give them. I don't even think we should give them the time of day to like bring them up. They covered last night. They beat Iran by sixty. I don't care. They covered. They should win by a hundred. Steve, Steve, they called me last night. Iran asking if I could play power forward for them. I told them I couldn't make it on the flight. So yeah, beating Iran was nothing. They were supposed to beat Iran. Dude, the fact that they lost to France is uh, – I don't even want to talk about it. I'm want not going to gonna buy into the, the USA hype again until they win the gold medal. So until it's already uh, until it's already final, then I'll be like, oh, this team was real again. I, I, until then, I won't believe in them. I won't. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, let's move on because we shouldn't give them the light of day. No, um, Aaron Rodgers finally reported a training camp uh, yesterday. Um, I don't know about you, but he looks skinny as shit to me. He looks like a fucking douchebag is what he looks like. Coming in with the Kevin T-shirt and the sunglasses and the yeah. hair bun. He looks like he should be selling dab pens on the corner in fucking California. He does not look like he should be starting quarter off the Green Bay Packers. I am predicting right now the Green Bay Packers, I don't give a fuck what their win total is. I'm taking the under. This kid is not prepared. He just wants he wants nothing to do with Green Bay. He's taken this last year to refresh, get ready for the following year, and then go play for a team he actually wants to play for. He wants nothing to do with the Packers. Did you see that he like chewed out the fucking Green Bay Packers in his press conference today? I did not see that. Go ahead, he, tell the people, Tony. He he called out he called out like kind of like the fact that they don't retain players and they're just not loyal and they don't really like they're just a bad front office. Shit that we've been saying for so long now. And he's finally, like, bringing it up, like, saying, like, yeah, this is bullshit. You know, you have uh, you have so-and-so players and you don't want to retain them. Like, I mean, I, I, I stand by everything that Rodgers is saying. Like, fuck the Green Bay Packers for being this shitty of an organization to treat, in my opinion, the greatest quarterback we've ever seen play the game. Um, and not like do everything in their power to a surround him with weapons. B fucking please him. Really do whatever the fuck you. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He should be able to. Um, 
and then and then see help him out on defensive side of things. Like if you're not going to help him out on offense, give him some fucking defenders to make it easier for him. Because when he still puts up thirty some points, it's not enough. They still lose. They still lose to the Bucks in the playoffs. Um, so I mean that's where I'm at with it. I I, I honestly like. I don't know how he's gonna play because of all this shit. I I really think he's done after this year. Like I think he goes somewhere else, and I think he brings Devonte Adams with him. Um, if he can, maybe some more. Honestly, but I don't know. Um. Yeah. No. I I agree that the Packers have not done enough. But to put it in comparison, since like '08 when Brady had Randy Moss and shit, have the have. The Patriots, did they ever give Tom Brady a lot of help offensively or defensively for that matter, really? Defensively, yes. Offense, offensively, their O-line, yes. Like Defensively, they drafted big names like fucking Dante Hightower, Chandler Jones. Um, and they were, you know, they yeah, still yeah. had Devin McCourty in his prime, Patrick Chung in his prime. Um, yeah, well, Patrick Chung was okay. But, yeah, no, all right. So, defensively, they've tried. But offensively, they've never – they haven't drafted wide receivers. The last guy they drafted was Nikhil Harry. He was god-awful. So they haven't really tried to help him out either. And you never really heard him bitching as much as you, as you hear Aaron Rodgers bitching. Well, they also, they also drafted Gronk and Aaron Hernandez, and they, yeah, they were unstoppable. What, Ten years ago? Eight years ago? Nine years ago? I mean, you ago? said post-Randy Moss, so Gronk is there. Sure, all right, one guy, the other guy who was in the league for three years and then murdered his whoever and <laughs> then killed himself in the fucking jail cell. So I'm not going to count Aaron Hernandez. All right. Um. So, all right, Gronk. But outside of that, they had no no running back. No. Sony Michelle. No, they had running. Backs. They had they had running backs. He's awful. Who? They had a wide receiver that won Super Bowl MVP. No weapons, and they had a defense to go with it. He can't have everything. He can't have the de- the top two defense and Randy Moss every year. Yeah. Who's the wide receiver who won Super Bowl MVP? Julian Elman. Exactly. This is my point. It's you mean he won Super Bowl MVP? Give the guy some credit. He played a great game. You're acting like Julian Edelman is on anyone. Oh man, here we go with the slander again. Here we go. <laughs> the only reason you like Julian Edelman is because he's white. That's the only. That's reason not true. He, he won a Super Bowl MVP. I'm saying he's a good wide receiver. He's on Steve's Mount Rushmore for best wide receivers of all time. Not. Him, Steve Largent, Wes Welker. Adam Thielen. Yeah, exactly. All underrated. All underrated. <laughs> Ridiculous. But uh, uh, so- no, I'm gonna have to agree with with Steve on this one again. Belichick's system is not for like he 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 realized that you don't need like the fucking number one receiver when you have Tom Brady. Um, you can do with a, a receiver who can run good routes and has good hands. That's all you need. It doesn't matter your size, also, and that's exactly what that offense had. And they all they always had like one or two guys to stretch the field every now and then, uh, but that was it, and that's all they needed. So I mean, you can't really say they didn't try it because it's like they didn't need to try because they knew that they can put their resources on defense and on the offensive line and in tight ends. I mean, Brady loved his fucking tight ends. I'm just saying they. You can't say that then the Packers haven't gone offensive line help. They've got gone out. Gone they have a great there. offensive line. No, I'll give you that for sure. They, they, but yeah. they've they they've never. I don't think since I've been watching football that they've had a fucking top five defense other than maybe one or two years. Like when Clay Matthews was in his prime and they had like B.J. Raji. Like yeah, they were they were they were fucking. 
solid, yeah, but, but that was it. But they've also gone out. They've also drafted running backs. They drafted Devontae Adams. Maybe, sure, they hit gold with Devontae Adams. I'm not saying they went out and scouted him highly and he was a first-round pick, but they still got Devontae Adams. They still got Aaron Second Jones. Around, yeah. They got these guys to try and put in place with Aaron Rodgers. It's not like they just gave up. Now, do I agree the fact that they drafted Jordan Love, they drafted that fucking second-best cornerback from Georgia with their fucking 29th pick this year? Yeah, stupid. Yeah. Yes, it's stupid. But I'm not saying that they – you can't just say that they've neglected Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think the fact that their scouting department is so bad goes into the part goes into the point I'm making about how the organization like doesn't do. If your scouting department sucks that bad, go fucking recruit other scouts from other teams. Go recruit scouts from colleges. Go do some fucking homework because your scouts clearly cannot find a fucking talent to say. Like the last time they've had. A solid first-round talent come out of the fucking draft that actually went in the first round. I I, I honestly don't even know. I honestly don't even know. Maybe TJ Lang. Did TJ Lang go in the first round? I can't even remember to be honest. And and but I know Devontae Adams went in the second round, so that was awesome. You got first-round talent there. But outside of that, when was the last time you had a first-round talent? No, I I agree, but it's harder for those teams because they're always so high up in the draft. And they realize but, that, like, we have Tom Brady, we have Aaron Rodgers, so we're not trying to get offensive help. We need more of a defensive side because we're going to expect Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady to carry on. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I still, I'm, I'm standing with uh, the fact that they're shit. But I think, I just think Aaron Rodgers is a fucking cock. I think he's uh, unbelievably talented, more talented than any quarterback minus Pat Mahomes we've ever seen, and he's just a cocksucker. He's just a douchebag. And so I don't want to see him succeed. I don't care if he succeeds. Um, I, 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 I want to see him in San Francisco next year and then have, have him have an excuse then. I definitely want to see him in San Fran too. That would be awesome. I hope Trey Lance trucks so they get him in, so they get him in San Fran. Uh, I was big on the Trey Lance train, so I hope he doesn't suck. That's fair. That's, but that's your own. That's your own. Yeah. Hill. you got to die on if he does. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, um, yeah. So, all right, real quick, Stephen Anthony, uh, win total for the Packers. Go. Win total for the Packers. Uh, give us one second. Let's find out what it is. Well, yeah, I just want to. I, I just want to. Uh, it is ten. Oh well, the over under is ten. Okay, so what do you? I I don't care if you think over under. I want to hear a certain amount of wins. I want to hear how. A lot of money. A lot of money on the over. I think. Dude, their defense didn't get any better. No. Um, got the offense stayed the fucking same because they decided to draft Jordan Love, and uh, well, they didn't draft Jordan Love this year. No, I know, but they. My point is like their rookies last year would have made a sophomore. Yeah, well, they, they got a point. beast in AJ Dillon, and no, then they signed. Yeah, and then they signed Jones, who did nothing in the playoffs. He's not a bum. He's a bum. He is not oh, a bum. Dude, that box game showed dude, me all I needed to see. Bum. <laughs> Bum status. AJ Dillon was dominating that game. If you remember, when he got his touches, he was making good use of them. Aaron Jones was useless. No, again, it goes back to the organization. And then, yeah, and that was a total bonehead move yeah. by the organization. Yeah, no, I agree. They should have let him walk if they had I faith in too. drafting AJ Dillon the second round. So I'll say wins. I will give them. It's a seventeen game, so I'll give them. I'll give them twelve. Uh, how and how far do they go in the playoffs? Um, dude, the NFC is stacked. I'll probably 
depends on the matchups, honestly. It really depends, it really depends on the matchups, but I don't see them. I don't. I don't see them going to the Super Bowl. I just think, I just think they either lose. They'll probably lose in the NFC Championship, like they always do. Can they get to the Cowboys? <laughs> Shut up. What do you think? What do you think their win total will be? The Packers. I think, yeah. I think ten. I think we see some regression. Uh, it's hard. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's hard to repeat another great year. I think you know around 11, 12. Okay. All right. And what did you say? Austin, you said ten. Ten exactly, and they lose in the second round of the playoffs. Okay. Okay. I think right. they Loser. are. I think they might be the fifth best team in the NFC this year. Well, who would be your four ahead of them? I'm not going to lie. That was kind of a number I shot out of my ass, but give me a second. Um, <laughs> all right. I think I think the Niners have a bounce back year. You think, you think, think they're going to be top four in the NFC? Yeah. Yeah. I think, on, I, think they've, I think they have the second best or, or best defense in football. So, yeah, I do. Um, I think um, – the Seahawks are going to be better than them. I think the Rams are going to be better than them. That's three teams in the division alone that I think are going to be better. I think the Saints, I think the Saints are better than them. I think the Bucks are better than them. Jesus. So you have the Packers at six. Maybe fifth. Maybe, you know, maybe they're better than San Fran. Maybe they're better than Seattle. But I think those five teams are, are formidable enough to beat the Packers on any given day. And I think I don't think they're even close to the Bucs. They're not in the same stratosphere as the Bucs. Yeah, the Bucks kind of kept everyone. Um, yeah, they kept everyone. Every starter teams that, would, that. teams that I would probably put ahead of the Packers, definitely the Bucks. Um, oh uh, fuck. Well, who are you thinking of? Oh, usual, um, usual suspects. I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking Bucks. Probably, probably Seattle. Honestly, maybe the Vikings. Minnesota when they're healthy are fucking dirty. Exactly, um, and, who knows the Rams. Good, and who knows how good the Bears will be with Justin Fields? Who knows how good Dallas I mean, will be said, with Dak Prescott? They said that um, Justin Fields isn't going to start right away, but we'll see. Yeah, I got no. a question for you guys. Who do you think has the second lowest projected win total after the Houston Texans? Second lowest? Yeah. After the Texans. It's got to be the Jets. Austin? The, e- the Eagles. Not the fucking Eagles. Nope. It Eagles is the tough. Detroit Lions. Really? I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I think no Dan Campbell, I, I feel like he's going to rally the troops. When he, when he, was, and when he, was, he took over for interim in, in Miami, I mean, they won the first, I think, two games, and then they got blown out the rest of the season. But he inspired some people. He inspired those kids to play. I think they're good for five wins. The Jets, the Jets are. They don't have anyone. They don't have anyone. They got Jared Goff. Okay, and Jared Goff's definitely a serviceable quarterback. So he can, he's yeah, going to keep you in games a little bit. He's not going to. When he, has he can lose you games, but when he has talent around him, he's a, a serviceable quarterback. When he's on the Detroit Lions, he's going to get his ass kicked. Who is a? Uh, they got Penning Sewell, dude. He's going to be pancaking everyone in that division. Bro, he's the most overhyped prospect. I've ever heard come out of the draft. Uh, the most overhyped prospect I've ever heard come out of the draft. If he moves to right tackle, he'll be great. But he is not no. a left tackle. He's, He's not gonna be a left tackle. tackle. What about the other one, the second prospect? What was his name? Which one? Didn't he go to the Chargers? The Slater? second, the other, the other really good left Slater. tackle that went Slater. in the top ten. Or, oh, Rashawn Slater. Slater. Yeah, Slater. Oh, I mean, Rashawn Slater is a true left tackle. He's got those long arms. Yeah, yeah. Sean Slater's a true left tackle. Chargers are going to be fucking good this year. They they did a they had a great offseason. They had a great draft, and they're really helping out. All right, here's some, here's some here's some here's some win totals. 
Well, hold on, hold on. Over and under. Do we have one more? Yeah, we got to talk about Javi Baez. All right, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so All right, so we'll come up with Austin, uh, start it off. Okay, so uh, recently, uh, Javi Baez got fined for, I think they said taunting uh, the Reds' closer. So background story, about a week or two ago uh, in Cincinnati, Javi Baez up to bat, end of game, and the Reds' closer, I don't know his name, so I'm sorry, but he um, struck out Javi Baez and then proceeded to talk shit as Javi Baez walked off the field, and like it started like this whole shit. And so a week or two later, they're playing again t- uh, two nights ago, or a night ago, two nights ago, and bottom of the ninth, man on second and third, Javi Baez up to the plate. And as Javi Baez is walking up to the plate, he's talking shit to the same closure that was talking shit to him in the previous game. And so they're drawing back and forth. Javi Baez proceeds to hit a ball over the right fielder's head, which wins them the game. And as he's walking to uh, first base and he walked, he's like, doing like a motion with his bat, like sweeping up the bat and shit, just talking shit to this guy the whole way down first baseline. And it was hype, and it's the most talked about story in baseball right now because it's exciting and it's fun and it's electric, and baseball decided that they should find Javier Baez. So this becomes the predicament with baseball as it does every year. Why is baseball no fun? And this is a fucking prime example of why it is losing popularity amongst younger audience because it's not exciting. You can't have guys actually entertain folks because they can't they can't express themselves. They can't express themselves in the heat of the moment. This guy came up talking shit beforehand, came in clutch, and then fucking shows it, and they find him. So I wanted to hear what your guys' thoughts were. My thoughts are this is ridiculous. They need to let these guys express themselves if they want a younger audience because this is fun. This is fun for baseball. Yeah. No, very. I think it's great for fucking baseball. Look what happens... When you add a fucking big mouth or you add any kind of shit talking to any fucking sport. Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau. Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, DeChambeau. Uh, Conor McGregor, fucking Richard Sherman. Like, dude, these guys bring so much attention to the sport and it makes it so much more fun. Baseball. What? I'm going to disagree with you on the golf aspect. Oh, I fucking love it. It's bringing, it's bringing young people to it, though. It's a, yeah, but it's a gentleman's game. I don't mind competition in sport. I don't mind competition in sport, but the, the jawing and the childish antics on Instagram, not meant for, not meant for golf. For any other sport, sure, but golf is, is it's a man's game, and it's always been like that. And, and this, is all, this is coming from the douche. The douche is saying, get rid of trash. This is a gentleman's listen, game. I don't listen, believe it. Listen, I have my roots and the sports I support, and I uh, I am a big fan of tradition. And uh, as far as tradition in golf goes, I'm a fan of keeping the game classy. We don't need idiots coming out of the golf course and ruining the game of golf. As far as baseball goes, they need the electric guys because their talent depends on it. They they are they they are surrounded. Their their whole base is 22 to 28 year olds playing at this peak level. And they need some entertainment value to this. And they need some personality. They need their stars. And I think with baseball, you need their stars to have personality. And I think this is something Javier Baez is one of the greatest shortstops right now in the league. And he showed some personality and character. And he had a clutch shot. And they're finding him for it. And so, like, where is he supposed to go from here now? Where is baseball supposed to go where they can support this sort of behavior to a, a certain extent? Yeah, yeah no, nah, I'm with you. But – um. It just doesn't make sense because, like, look at, like, the disrespectful shit people do anytime they fucking walk off a home run. Like, 
when Alex Bregman hit that home run against the Nats in the World Series, carried the bat to first base. Juan, what did Juan Soto do right after that? Hit a dinger, carried his fucking bat to first base. I love exactly. that shit. Exactly. Love that shit. So they need to fucking do. And honestly, baseball's been doing this shit. And I'll, I, I think I've said it numerous times. Like I'm, I'm a very, I'm a much newer baseball fan because as a kid, I didn't fucking watch it. I didn't have a team. Nothing. I only became a, a baseball fan towards the end of high school uh, because my friends watch it all the time and they kind of like taught me shit, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I'll say the biggest reason was just because it was boring to me when I was a kid. But then now, you know, I, I, I've come to respect like aspects of the game and everything. But now it's like you need to like you need to like figure out what the fuck you want because as far as shit talking, you should fucking keep that. It doesn't really harm anybody. Like, all right, sure, you're supposed to set an example for kids. Like, at the end of the day, these guys they do their own foundations. Like, they they have their own tax write offs and shit. They do enough for kids, and on top of that. Kids that go to a baseball game suck because every time you get a foul ball or anything, you're just obligated to find the closest fucking kid and give it to him. And I fucking hate it. Jesus. Like, what are you going to do with a foul ball, Anthony? Give to some I want a foul ball. I've never, had, I've never caught a foul ball before. Why the fuck should a kid get it just because he's young? Because it means more to them than it would to you. Fuck that. No, it means a shit ton to me. I want a foul ball. Jesus Christ. No, anyway, no, no, no. Honestly, forget- kids shouldn't be allowed in baseball stadiums anymore. I'm, I'm putting that oh, right there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I thought the hottest take was going to be mine about Simone Biles, and you just came out and said kids shouldn't go to baseball games. No, they shouldn't, because I also like to... I, I think a lot of adults who are, like, big fans of shit, they go there, sometimes they'll get a little drunk, sometimes some words are thrown around, and I don't think kids should be, uh, you know... Anthony, Anthony, I know yes. you didn't get this experience, so it's going to be a little hard for you to grasp this concept, but it's a Period. big father-son bonding thing at baseball games. To take your son to a baseball game with his gloves, sit in the stands, buy hot dogs and sodas, and spend the day in the ballpark. Some of my fondest memories of my father are with him going to baseball games. And I know you didn't get that as a child. That's not your fault. I'm not coming at you. I'm just explaining it to you. That's something you can't take away from kids. Um, I ended up just fine. <laughs> so, honestly, you can take it away from kids. And I, I, I really stand for... All right, so let's say you fucking get a home run ball. Are you going to give that to a fucking kid? Yes, I would, because it's going to mean more to him. Again, okay, but you also realize you're like kind of enabling and and like telling these kids, oh, you're gonna get whatever you want. Like you're just like an entitled, you're an entitled kid. You're gonna get what you want. Here you go. No, fuck that. Earn it. If you want to get it, go catch it in front of me. Go catch it in front of someone else. Let me sell you on this, Anthony. You catch a home run ball. You see this little kid in his Nats hat, three rows up. You walk down, give the ball to the kid. Everyone cheers. Some smoke show two rows behind you sees that gives you her number. Gives, gives me her number. Yeah. I, it could be fake. No, I'd rather take the ball. <laughs> yeah, I much rather would take the ball. Honestly, I, I I really I really can't stay. And I tell this like every time I go to a baseball game, can't fucking stand it. So, anyways, baseball needs to figure out what the fuck they want to do. I also think you know as far earlier on the season when you know. Uh, the pitching uh, pitchers always had product on their fucking hats, and they had to check that. 
like they don't know what the fuck like is legal, what isn't. And then on top of that, you know, Mike Trout with his uh his thyroid takes doesn't he take like HGH? He takes HGH yeah. for his thyroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like what are you trying to do? Are you trying to like allow people to cheat to make it more more exciting and then like censor the shit talking? Because at the end of the day, we just want to get, you know, fans more engaged in baseball because it continuously it will continually drop as far as like viewership and like and, and everything. So like going to a Nats game, it was less empty or it was more empty, sorry. It was more empty uh when they you know, obviously when they suck, but still going to a Nats game's fun. Like why the fuck would people not go to them? But that's my take on it. I agree. I agree. I think the excitement in baseball needs to happen. I can't believe you want to give a kid a foul ball, though, for a girl's number. That's ridiculous. How, how hot are we talking? Tony, you get a girl. The girl gives you her number. You think she's guessing your weight with that amount of digits. That, that well. <laughs> what is it? Is it a full number? No, no area code. No area code. No area code. Oh, fuck no. that. No, I'm taking the foul ball. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. No. Uh, all right. Well, no. I agree. Baseball needs to be more exciting. Can you, can you post on Instagram like, should we ban kids from baseball games or, or get rid of the narrative? Should we get rid of the narrative of giving kids baseballs all I'll, fucking time? I'll post, I'll post the question. You get, a, you catch a foul ball. You see a kid two rows in front of you. Do you give it to him? Yes or no? And I'll, I'll post that okay. question. Okay. Okay. Because I, I've seen kids. Like, I've seen adults catch foul balls, and then, like, I'll see, like, five kids flock to this one adult and just, like, fucking stick their hand out as if I'm ex- as if they're expected to give it to them. Disgusting. Yeah, Steve thinks it's disgusting. I think it's bullshit. Steve thinks it's absolute bullshit. Asshole is what Steve is being. He's not actually agreeing with you. Are you actually agreeing with me, or are you just being a cunt? Uh, C word. I'm agreeing with him. He's agreeing with me. See? I can hear it in his voice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So we're going to finish off the episode uh, with a few, not all of them, a few controversial or questionable over-unders that Vegas came out with uh, for the NFL team total wins. So we're going to go through what, like five teams? Yeah, yeah. Five or six. I mean, we'll see how many we got. Um, first of all, let's let's definitely do the ones that matter to us. So let's definitely do Dolphins, Steelers, and Ravens. Okay. Um, so let's start with the Steelers. What's the Steelers over under at? Well, I was looking at the Cardinals, but um, the Steelers is I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. Half. I was gonna guess nine. It's eight yeah, and a eight. half. <laughs> over. <laughs> over. Over, over, over. over. A lot of money's coming in on that under. Damn, under's minus 120 right now. Over's at plus 100. Good, I'm going to Venmo you guys money to hammer that over for me. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to take, obviously I'm biased, I'm taking the under. I think they're going to get eight. I think they're going to get eight wins. You think they're eight and nine this year? Yes. They weren't a good team last year. Shouldn't have been in the playoffs last year, honestly. Dude, they won their first 11 games. What are you talking about? Yes, and then look what happens when they played good teams. No, we got banged up. Dude, we we missed our starting uh, cornerback. Our O-line got banged up. Um, Ben got old. We didn't have a run game. These were the reasons. We have fixed the run game. The O-line is younger. Joe Hayden got worse. O-line got worse. 
Big Ben did not get worse. O line got worse. It got it, it got a little worse. I think people are overplaying how. Are there was Villanueva uh, with. I yeah, Villanueva. No Villanueva sucked last year. No, no, no. He's a he's a king. He's, he's a, a king, king now. He's a king. He was awful. He's a king now. Baltimore Ravens. The over is are the uh, win totals at eleven. <laughs> Under. Over. They're going to get 13. They're going to get 13. The money is on the under. Smart money is saying under right now. What is that? Minus 120? Yeah. Under is minus 120 for 11. I'm taking actually, the over. I actually like the over for the Ravens. Hell. Yeah. I yeah. I, could, I mean, the, the Ravens definitely didn't get worse, right? Did they lose anyone that I'm misremembering of? They did not lose anybody. Except, hold on. I'm trying to think. I don't think they lost anybody. Anybody big, no. Who the Ravens? Um, yeah. Uh, does Orlando ba- Brown sound familiar? I mean, yeah, but we also got a <laughs> guy named Villanueva. Yeah, because Villanueva is as good as Orlando Brown. Dude, I'm telling you, Orlando Brown. Uh, we they wouldn't have traded Orlando Brown to the Chiefs unless they thought that Orlando Brown uh, was going to be, you know, bad in some way. So watch, he's gonna have it down here with the Chiefs. The Miami Dolphins is at nine and a half. What? Yep. A lot of money on the the unders at minus one thirty five. Oh fucking hell. Um, uh, the the Dolphins is gonna hit the under this year if two is still the quarterback. I don't care how good they got around him, he is not the answer. I don't know, man. I I, I can't give up on Tua yet. Like personally, I never liked Tua coming out of the draft, but. I don't. I think people are very quick to like say that he's shit. Like, you think that Jalen Hurts is shit already, and I think that he's gonna have a great year. Well, he was statistically the worst quarterback in the last six games of the season. Um, I'm telling you, hey, listen, he's gonna be a great quarterback this year. Top ten. Tua is not the answer. He's just he's never been the answer. He's never been the guy for them. And plus, they're losing Xavier Howard. Oh fuck, that's true. They're not gonna be that good. They're not gonna see, be that the good. thing about I mean Xavier Howard's gonna be he's pulling a Jalen Ramsey right now. I think he's gonna do the whole because you can't hold out anymore. You basically can't hold out. I re- have you read the new CBA laws? Like if you hold out for training camp, it's fifty K each day and the team cannot take back that fine anymore. So that's why Rogers showed up to camp. That's why Howard showed up to camp. You have to. But then you can throw a little baby fit like Xavier Howard's doing right now. Even though he's the sixth best corner in the league, we paid him to be the number one corner after three years of being injured. So the Dolphins took a big risk on him, and it paid off for them. And now he's going back on his word saying, oh, I didn't read the contract. That's what he said. He said he didn't read the contract, and he wants a new deal, and the organization disrespected him. No, no one disrespected the organization. No, the organization didn't respect you. You're disrespecting the fans by holding out after signing a big deal. You're still being paid like a top six corner. You're, I'd, I'd say you're probably better than that, but not. I mean, you you want two million more? That's why you're holding out. Like we get, and it's a lot guaranteed money too. I think it's sixty percent guaranteed, which I think is a lot for the NFL. That's a lot. And, uh, yeah, he's being a bitch about it. You can cry all you want, Steve. He's going to be a Niner next year, and the Dolphins are going to win seven games. That's a tough division, and they don't have a quarterback. I mean, dude, he can go to so many teams. Like, so many teams need corners. Niners are one of them. Seattle's one of them. If we get a Kings, if we get a Kings ransom for him, what, what do you think we would get for him? A first-round pick. I, 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 no, I don't think they'll get a first-rounder. I think they get a second-rounder. I think they'll get a second, like, then I'm fifth. Out. I've heard a lot about Chandler Jones. Defensive. I've heard a lot about Chandler Jones. Oh no, Ravens are gonna get Chandler Jones, baby. Okay. 
I guess I hope they do. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm with you. I mean, yeah, it sucks about Xavier Howard, but at the end of the day, if you can get a lot for him, do it. But I don't think you get more than like a second rounder and maybe. I don't know. I think we can get a first. I think we get a first. I think if you're like a team like the Chiefs or the Bucks, why are. I mean, not the Chiefs, I guess, because you got Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 years. You don't need to go all in right now. But if your team like the Bucks has only got one more year, maybe two, like you throw Tom Brady. Hey, if you're the fucking Packers, you fucking trade for him. Because you miss on every other fucking draft pick. But they don't so have any cap space, right? They probably don't. Probably not. They yeah. probably not. But um, they, if, if I'm the Packers, I figure a way out and trade for Xavier Howard. Can you imagine that that fucking uh, that um, cornerback duo of Jair Alexander and Xavier Howard? Dude, Dude Byron, instantly, Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. I mean, yeah, but Byron Jones takes up so much fucking money. That's why you can't pay Xavier Howard. Yeah, I think we we. Yeah, you're right. But anyways, what's uh, give us a few more teams. Yeah, give us two um, more. New Orleans Saints at nine. Under. Over. Over. Under. Saints Whoa. always find a way to win, though. That's the Bad. thing. They Bad. do, but look what happened the last time, like, Drew Brees went out and and defenses just knew, like, all right, let's just shut down Alvin Kamara. Jameis Winston is going to be slinging the ball, and I love Jameis, but – It's not the same, Anthony. It's not the same because last year they had Taysom Hill, who sucked. But, and he still went three and two or whatever. But the year before that, they had Teddy Bridgewater, who was very comparable to Jameis Winston, and they went five and zero without Drew Brees. They're getting Michael Thomas back. Their defense is healthy. Alvin Kamara is good. You don't think so? I don't think that's a good comparison either. Jameis Winston's much more of a, a, a sling, a, like singer, yeah, yeah, than a game manager. They don't, they don't play the same. They don't play the same. But talent level, I think you could easily compare them. I think Teddy would be better than Jameis. No, I'd take Jameis over Teddy. After yeah. last year in Carolina, we just saw nothing. We saw yeah. nothing from Teddy. But now we're sitting now. Hold on. Honestly, it's going to come down to whether, like, whether or not Jameis learned anything from Drew Brees. Because if he actually like learned shit from Drew Brees, then I would take the over. But uh, it really depends, you know. It's only it's only nine games. It's only nine games. It's a seventeen game season, so they just have to get to uh, above five hundred. Tennessee Titans, Dude, that, nine. Hold up, but real quick, that's that, a really tough division, though. The Panthers aren't that good, and the Falcons aren't that good. I think the Falcons are going to be pretty fucking good. Honestly. How are they going to get better? They just lost the best wide receiver in football. Too many mouths to feed now. You kind of don't. Now you got Calvin Ridley. Yeah, they got Calvin Ridley. Um, now you only I mean, have one mouth to feed. Yeah, exactly. Calvin Ridley's going to be a dog this so year. Well, just watch. Hell. Um, all right, let's see the next Tennessee one. Tennessee Titans at nine. Oh, fuck. Dude. Uh, my, for my boy Derrick Henry, I got so, uh, it's probably It's going to switch to 10, probably, at some point. I thought they'd be – I thought it'd be at, like, 10 and a half. I think the Titans hey, – I mean – Listen, Vegas knows. All right? Vegas knows. Yeah, the fact that they didn't um, push it to 10 means that they want you to bet on the over. I'm going yep. under. I'm going under. <laughs> Psychological warfare. Oh, and I have been through this before. We I hate how Ryan Tannehill continues to get disrespected throughout the league. Dude, he's played like a top five quarterback the last two years. Put some respect on his name, but during the season, it's always Ryan Tannehill's a top five quarterback. After the season end, it instantly goes back to Russell Wilson, no. Dak Prescott, no, and uh, um, I maybe throw Lamar Jackson in there. Yes, but no, Tannehill's played better than those three. Played better, better no. the last two years, no doubt than anyone than anyone besides Rodgers and Mahomes. 
Steve, at the end of the year, he always blows it. He sucks in the playoffs. He's always been just a game manager. Yeah, he, he has, 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 sucks in the playoffs. He's played, what, three, four playoff games in his career? I mean, yeah, but let's I mean, be so, honest. Let's be honest, though. They just got the – they have the best wide receiver duo in the fucking NFL. And they have the, one of the top, running back. Top, top five running back. Top five and, top two. Okay, I mean, I'm, is that not in the top five? They're not in the top five. Top 100. He's top 32 running back. Yeah, exactly. It's top. He's he's easily second or, or first or second, yeah. But go on. Top 32 running back. We can agree on that. We can agree on that. Fuck you. And I, the defense is non-proved, though. I mean, but you have a good defensive like mind coach. Very Rabel's a good defensive coach. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, my gut tells me to take the over. Like they only got better. Uh, but Vegas does know something. They know something. Maybe Derrick Henry's gonna get injured or something. I don't know. I mean, have they won? They they're adding another game to the schedule in Tannehill. I think they won eleven games past two years, right or ten? Hey, question. Uh, Um, it's sticking with the Titans. I'm just curious though. Still, um, the Colts over under. I want to know what theirs is at. It's got to be like eight and a half or nine. I think they're gonna have yeah, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Really? So they don't have. Hold they on. have nine and a half. Nine and a half. I told you. I, so they think the Colts are going to win that division. I, I don't think Carson Wentz. I mean, I think Carson Wentz being reunited with his old coach is huge. I think Michael Pittman's a good re- receiver. He's a sleeper. Um, he likes his tight ends. Jack Doyle's not bad. Jonathan Taylor's um, good. Jonathan Taylor is good. Mac is coming back, yeah. Quinn and Nelson, the, the defense is good. Oh, defense is good. O line's good. So it all comes down to Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm as much as we love Phillip Rivers, he kinda I'll, held him back last year. I'll take the over. Yeah, I'll take the over I'll, there. I think I'll take the over too. I'd like i like Carson Wentz enough to where I think they win ten games this year. Yeah. Yeah. So who do you think wins that division then? Who's the Lost Titans? I think the Titans win it. Still, I think the Titans win eleven or twelve games this year. Uh, if I'm gonna, I, I think I'm gonna go Colts. I think Colts win that of division. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Tony. I mean, all the teams get two Tony. free wins from the Texans, basically. Tony. Yeah, Tony, fifty uh, bucks. Fifty bucks. Fifty Colts, bucks. Titans. Colts, Titans. I got the Titans win the division. You take the Colts. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Done. No, let's put a little something more real on the line. What does that mean? If Tony wins, Austin, you dye your hair pink. He'll do that on his own. Yeah, he would. You agree to that? Fun fact, I already have my ass hairs painted pink, so it works out perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is one more team? What you say? Oh, you said Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders. I like this one. This is the one to end on. Raiders. What do you guys think the over-unders at? Seven and a half. Uh, eight and a half. What did you say? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I got eight. Six and a half. Six and a half. Wow. Damn. Well, that's a tough division. That's a tough division. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Six and a half. I like Gruden. I like Gruden a lot. I think he's a shitty coach. Oh, dude, he's put so much talent on that roster. I think he has too much faith in Derek Carr. Besides that, that roster is good. Uh, it's good on paper. I don't know. I think he's not the right coach for now. I think they'll start off with four wins, and then they'll they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll probably do that shit. 
Honestly, I think they get like six wins. I'm going to go under. Oh, I don't know. I think they're better than the Broncos because I fucking hate Drew Locke. So I think they're better than the Broncos still. Because they're not better than the Chargers or Chiefs. I don't know what the rest of their their schedule looks like. I'm going to take them though. Still, I'll take the I'll take the over. I think they win seven. seven. You, think they'll you think they'll win seven? seven. Okay. All right. All right. Seven. Yep. All right. All right. Well, that'll that'll do it for the over unders. Um. Oh. Can we do one just for the guys who uh, kind of live in this area? Can we see what the Redskins are? Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. The Washington football team. Washington sorry, football sorry, team, sorry. dude. Holy yeah. shit. Washington football team is eight and a half. I got over. Fitz Magic and Taylor Heineke yep. are going to change the league. I read it. pick for the year. I don't like the Redskins. I Washington football team. I support the Dolphins. But I think the Washington football team will win the division and make some noise in the playoffs. Listen, folks, New York football giants are winning that fucking division. We still, we still, uh, we still have that bet, right? Washington football team, yes, sir, we do. Washington football team's winning five games this year after Chase Long snaps his leg game two. Oh, my God. Now, just because you said that, something bad might happen to your boy Saquon again. <laughs> I'm not rooting against Chase Young, and I will be the first one to admit I was wrong about him. I thought he wasn't going to have the work ethic. I thought he was Davion Clowney 2.0. He is a beast, and I hope he has a successful career and a successful season. But I just think this it's the Washington football team mantra. Something always happens. They have that shit field where all their players always get hurt in the worst situation. I think something happens. Obviously, I'm not rooting for that whatsoever. I hope I'm dead wrong. But something's going to happen where someone gets injured and they're going to shit the bed. I think they've only gotten better, and I think uh, they go over. I think they go over easily, eight and a half. So I'm actually going to put money on that. So, um, all right, well, we'll we'll end on that. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this virtual edition of uh, Fat and Douchey. Uh, we'll be back next week. Now, we will say we have some exciting news coming with some potential interviews. Nothing is uh, is locked up yet, and we have some events coming. Just please be patient. Please share on Instagram. Please follow our TikTok at Fat and Douchey. Steve just keeps on forgetting that you know there's an N and not an and. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll work on his grammar. Um, I think that's all I got. Austin, you want to say anything? Uh, no, just folks, just keep listening. I swear to God, it's getting better. There's big things coming I'm very excited about. Yes, same. V, 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 excited. All right, cool. I, uh, we'll I end on that. Uh, I fucking hate Steve, and I'm sticking around for the fact that there are so many exciting things coming. So. Yes, yes, yes. All right, cool. All right, awesome. Uh Well, that'll wrap it up, and uh, we will see you guys uh, next week.